Good evening, everyone. Uh, good to be back to study the Lord's Word tonight with everybody. Uh, when we want to go, Lord, in prayer, uh, continue praying for uh, Brother Chuck, Sister Rhonda, Brother Jerry, and Sister Joanne, Brother Don, Sister Mary, Tammy, uh, lifting all of those up in your prayers with uh, that. Open here. Continue praying for little Lucas. I don't know anything on our test results. Continue to pray for Sister Donna Fay and Sister Donna Arnold, uh, Brother Danny's mom, Linda, uh, Lynetta's sleep test, little Lucas, uh, Grayson, Sister Jean's uh, cousin, Debbie, uh, Jason, and Darren. Norma Whitledge, Donna Cottle, Jessica, and their family, and then uh, uh, Brother Jerry's youngest sister, Virginia, uh, Eddie Vaughn, Billy Walters, Brother Bill and Sister Joanne, uh, Brother Johnny Bell, their son Justin, uh, Sister Rose Todd, Billy Lee, Brother Daniel and Sister Diane, Evan, Reverend Charles Chesser, Zach Gill and his family, Joe and Betty Howard, uh, Sister Gail's great nephew, Bill Curry, and Bill Curry, our missionaries, um, Sue Willis, and Brother Mark, uh, that's Sister Ron Ramos, uh, asking prayer for her cousin Sue Willis and her brother Mark. Um, then remember the Christopher uh, Chamberlain family, in your prayers uh, continue to remember all of our shut-ins Sister Mary Jane, Sister Faye, Sister Tawana Brother Junior uh, remember them in prayer, remember Brother Mike Hoggard, their family and uh, they're going to be with us in September on the 12th, 13th and 14th uh, 7 o'clock each night so we ask that you would re uh, remember them in prayer as well um, uh, just remember all those uh, unspoken prayer requests and all those that would come through uh, on our prayer chain. I may have, I'm sure I've probably forgotten somebody this evening, and I apologize for that, but just asking that you would uh, remember them. Then remember one another uh, in your prayers and pray that God would just help us and lead us in the ways that we need to be led and do the things that we need to do. Uh, so do pray for that as well tonight, and then pray for our study. As we're going through looking at uh, 2 Samuel chapter 22, the first few verses there, and all that David proclaimed that God was for him in those, uh, just looking at how many times they're in the Bible, and then again, little places that there are, there's a lot of repeats, uh, try to kind of mark those uh, repeat verses, so don't want to neglect anything there, but anyways, let's go to the Lord in prayer. And then we'll get into that. Father, we thank you tonight for your love, mercy, and grace. And thank you, dear God, for the many blessings you give us. Lord, just ask you, Father, tonight, help us to do thy will, to praise and worship thy name. Father, teach us, Lord, your way. Uh, help us, Lord, to do the things that you'd have us to do and be what you'd have us to be. Father, we pray for those that are lost. We pray, dear God, for those that are sick and afflicted, Lord. Pray for our country, dear God, and the leaders and government, Father, we pray. Uh, Lord, help us to be that which we need to be, to be a witness for you. 
Lord, I pray for those today that, uh, uh, Lord, we have an opportunity to stand by. Uh, Father, we pray, Lord, that our spirit somehow would uh, have either convicted them, Lord, or, uh, Father, some way would have led them towards you. Uh, but, Lord, we just ask today, Father, let your will be done, your name glorified. Lord, thank you, Lord, in Jesus' precious name, and amen. Amen. Uh, for those who may have our uh, list, and I would forgot to mention Sunday that we had made a few copies, so uh, when you get back to church on Sunday morning, uh, if you want to print out lists, there are some on the back there uh, that you can get. Also, if uh, ever... Uh, you're watching online and you'd like to uh, uh, have uh, a copy of uh, any of our scriptures that we've got and, and all we do is print out the scriptures there's no notes or any uh, thought process on them they're just the scriptures that we're using um, feel free to message us on Facebook or uh, through sermon audio if you'll give us the address to send it to then we'll uh, mail them out to you uh, so you can have them and I know sometimes we use a lot, sometimes we use a little bit, uh, but more than welcome to share those, or more willing, we're very willing to share those, and you're more than welcome uh, to have them if you'd like to have them as we go through that. Uh, so tonight, we're going to pick up, uh, we finished out, if I'm remembering everything correctly, uh, we finished out on my fortress last week, so we went through uh, the uh, the first few, uh, he is our my savior two times, my high tower three times, my shield four times, my deliverer five times. Um, did I get to? He's my fortress. I thought I did because I used Jeremiah last week. Anyways, uh, one of the things that I found that I did in error is that I picked up one of my printed copies that I was handing out and left my master copy uh, at church. Uh, so I was trying to go through and see where I was on that. But if I'm wrong, we'll pick up uh, next week. We'll go back and grab the other. But So my refuge um, is what we'll look at tonight. So 2 Samuel chapter 22, uh, we'll read again these first uh Four verses. He said, And David spake unto the Lord's words of this song in the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hands of his enemy and out of the hands of Saul. And he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. The God of my rock in him will I trust. He is my shield, the horn of my salvation, my high tower, and my refuge, my savior. Thou savest me from violence. I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Uh, and I, I will stress again tonight, verse 4, even though we're not studying uh, the, the, anything, to, uh, I would say, uh, in that as far as, uh, you know, my rock, my refuge, and so forth. But look at verse 4. I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. And the whole reason we study the Word of God and we go through these things is because God is a worthy. God is worthy uh, to be praised, and Him alone uh, is worthy of all of our praise. And we should do our due diligence uh, to praise the Lord. So, with that, uh, we're starting off in the Book of Psalms tonight, in Psalms chapter fifty-seven. Uh, a few here verses we read we. 
uh, read a lot of times we just read the one verse and the words in there but I do like to read a few extra verses uh, with some of these and, and not that I don't want to with all of them but we won't get through them very fast if we read there but just I wanted to read this tonight so Psalms 57 uh, verse 1 it says be merciful unto me O God be merciful unto me for my soul trusteth in thee remember David uh, back here in the book of Second Samuel and I don't mean to go back and forth just uh, all that much but on the same hand it's good he said I will call on the Lord who is worthy to praise um, so shall I be safe from my enemies uh, he's worthy uh, to be trusted and so forth that David's praising him and so he said be merciful unto me O God be merciful unto me for my soul trusteth in thee yea in the shadow of thy wing will I make my refuge until thee these calamities pass over I will cry unto God most high unto God that performeth all things for me uh, I want you to understand tonight when we think about what these uh, characters the of God are these aspects is what we're studying tonight that David said uh, you know we can cry unto God and God is going to to hear us he does hear the cries of the righteous uh, the Bible tells us uh, but look what he said I will cry unto God most high unto God unto God that performeth all these things for me and when you go back and look at it uh, he, he performs the task of being a refuge um, we can turn to God and we can trust in God I, I I'll just be honest with you last night I don't know I had a spirit of uh, depression just hit me uh, for some reason yesterday uh, struggled with it I mean to struggle with it and I was reminding myself these very things that uh, we were uh, studying and how that God uh, was our refuge and God was our fortress and God was our rock and God was our strength and and I'll just tell you it was a battle for quite a long time there and even uh, the, they they were worried about me asked me what's wrong I didn't know and I didn't, couldn't tell them but uh, just, just sharing with it met a, a little while after uh, we got ready to uh, go to bed or maybe it was a little earlier than that uh, but anyways it just you know we, we, we go through times in, in our lives and we have to even remind ourselves uh, these, these characters of God and what God is to us and what God can do for us. And I, I'll tell you, sometimes the old devil comes along and uh, if you want to send him packing, just use the word of God. Remember Jesus, uh, whenever he uh, was tempted of the devil the three times we find over in the gospel, he always said, it is written, it is written. Uh, he was telling the devil, this is the written word of God. These are the things of God. And that's where you and I can go back and we can stand on because these are the written words of God. These are the things that God has said that he would be to us. And after all, uh, he was this to David. And he'll be the same uh, to you and I. So uh, I love that. He said, be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me. For my soul trusteth in thee, yea, in the shadow of thy wing will I make my refuge unto these calamities be, be overpassed. So you know what? Uh, we're going to make God our refuge uh, in these times of trials, in these times of difficulties. 
and uh, he he is merciful to you and I. His mercy is renewed day by day. Uh, they're refreshed every morning, and so I thank the Lord for that. Then you go over just a few more chapters uh, into chapter 62. Uh, we will go back into verse 1 again. Uh, we're not going to be covering, or, or what we're going down to is verse 7, uh, verse 8. I, uh, I, I can just tell you, uh, we, we look at these, but uh, starting in verse 1 in, uh, in this, he said, Truly my soul waiteth upon God, from whom... For from him cometh my salvation. Uh, and you know, wait upon the Lord is in the Bible multiple times. And they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Uh, wait upon the Lord and, uh, he, he, you know, he'll come near. Uh, th this is things that we think about, okay, when we wait on the Lord. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. How long will you imagine mischief against a man? He shall be slain, uh, slain all. Ye shall be slain, all of you, as a bowing wall shall be, and as a tottering fence. They only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies. They bless their bless with their mouths, but they curse uh, inwardly. Uh, think about this. We're trusting in God, but others aren't. My soul, wait, my soul, wait, thou only upon God for my expectation is from him can I can I say something just right there for for a moment tonight uh, uh, you know seems some seems like sometimes we are more patient with other things and other people than we are with God and I don't know if it's because our expectation is that God can and should or can move immediately uh, and then we think because he can, he should. But the other side of that is sometimes it seems like we have a little bit more patience with what's going on around us than we do with God. And really what we ought to do is have more patience with God than anything in understanding this, that he's in control of everything that's going on around us. And so if he's in control of it, you know, let's be patient, waiting on the Lord, uh, listening to him. Uh, verse 6, he only... Uh, uh, he only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. And God is my salvation and my glory. Paul said that he would not glory save in the cross. Uh, why? Because he was giving all glory to God. And then that which God did in his life, therefore God was glorified. Paul would glory in what was being done in him. Uh, so in God is my salvation. There is no salvation uh, of any other. Uh, he said, and my glory, the rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Uh, you and I have a place to go whenever we need to go there, uh, and that's in the Lord. We can go there. Uh, God is always there. Uh, the old story, uh, uh, and I've said this a lot at church at different times there, but the old story about the man and the woman, uh, they've been married a long time. Uh, they were driving down the road one day in their truck, and the uh, the lady says to the man, says, Honey, we're not as close as we used to be. And he looks over at her, and he says, Yeah, he said, but I haven't moved a bit. And so whenever they were dating, he was under the driver's wheel, and she was sitting in the middle of the seat there uh, next to him. Uh, as time went on, 
uh, she began to move and she sat over in the far seat there. Uh, and so she, she, he'd still drive and he was still where he was. Uh, she's the one that moved and that's the way it is with us and God. God's still where he's always been. We're the ones who move. And so if we feel like God's too far away or God's getting further away, we better look at our relationship and examine ourselves because God's not moving. You and I are the ones that's moving. So God is my salvation, my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. Everything that we have tonight, uh, it says trust in him at all times. Um, can I tell you, you know, uh, there's times in our lives when we're tested and we wonder why. But we can always trust in God. He's never going to fail us. Uh, the Bible says he will never leave us nor forsake us. And that's absolutely true. Uh, he's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Uh, you know, the, we've got the poem, uh, Footprints in the Sand. And we wonder why there was two sets. And when it got tough, there was only one set. And uh, in the tough times, he was carrying us. And we was thinking we were by ourselves. We couldn't even get through the tough times uh, without him. And uh, Brother Don... Uh, real he loves that song i can't even walk without you holding my hand uh, and we know that we can't not walk without the lord holding our hands and i'm telling you uh, we can trust in him at all times so he says trust in him at all times you people pour out your hearts before him god is a refuge for us and, and you know uh, remember what the bible says in second second chronicles if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the Lord, that's turning. Think about that. Uh, that's pouring out our heart before the Lord. Uh, Matthew says, uh, Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. We're pouring out our heart before the Lord because we're asking him for things. We're seeking him. Uh, Matthew 6, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. You're not going to do that without you pour out your heart before God. And, and I will say this, sometimes we bottle things up and we hold these things in. And yet uh, we should be pouring out our heart before the Lord and realize this, that when we do that, God already knows that he's just asking us to uh, trust in him. But then again, why would we not pour out our heart to somebody who is our refuge? Because you know, uh, some folks pour out their heart to anybody and everybody. And some folks will take that that you've, you've done and they'll run to that and they'll spread gossip and rumors and they'll destroy you. They'll just tear you up. God will never do that. God will take those things and he'll hold those things and he'll deal with those things. And if he has to deal with you to get things right, he's going to deal with you to get things right. Um but if he needs to deal with somebody else or something else, God will deal with those things. Uh, maybe there's just pressing there that God can lift that pressing up. Uh, you know, there's, there's God just knows what to do. And we put our faith and our trust in him and pour out our heart uh, to him. Now, last week, if we covered these things right, uh, uh, Psalms uh, chapter 91, verse 2, uh, he says, I will say in the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust and so you know making sure that we hold to that and we put all of our trust in God uh, Psalms 91 and 9 uh, we didn't read this one last week uh, but uh, Psalms 91 and 9 we read 91 uh, and 2 we covered that uh, but 91 and 9 
he says, Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, thou shalt, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in thy hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. And we talked about this in reference to Jesus. The scripture said this. Uh, but I want you to think about something. When we put our faith and our trust in God, we make him our refuge. Uh, do you not think that he cares for us the way uh, that he cared for the Lord Jesus? I mean, he was his and is his only begotten son. But you and I, the Bible says, become the sons and daughters of God. Uh, do you think God would do any less for us uh, than what he would do for Jesus? And after all, Jesus is our intercessory. He is uh, our Savior. Remember, he's our refuge. Our fort. He's all these things that we're talking about. Um, God, God doesn't have a double standard, church. I'm telling you something tonight. Um, God will do for us these things here as well. And you say, well, Brother Arnie, I've dashed my foot against a stone. I've, you know, I've kicked a door one time, knocked my toenails completely off. Um, I've smashed my finger underneath the rock. And I've done a lot of things, you know, but that doesn't mean God wasn't with me. doesn't mean God wasn't taking care of me. It just means these things happen to me. But can I tell you tonight for a fact something very important? Uh, while the devil was always after my soul, God was dealing with my soul. Uh, and whenever I become a Christian and gave my heart to the Lord uh, the devil didn't stop going after me but man what a difference it is now to have God as my uh, refuge to have God as my fortress uh, to have him there uh, taking care of me I mean I can hide in the Lord and I'm glad for that tonight and I'm thankful for that tonight uh, so you know we can do these things there uh, but I like that. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thee, for he shall give his angels charge over thee. Uh, I've heard multiple stories uh, in my life about people who were in desperate situations and trying times and, and truly tonight at the point of death. And uh, while they were praying there, their enemy uh, saw angels or saw men uh, gathered there to protect them. And God does no less for you and I. Uh, friend, Jesus told us uh, while he was on the cross that he could call unto the Father and he'd send down uh, 10,000 angels uh, to deliver him from that cross. There would not be an army could have stood against it. Uh, but yet this tonight, we, we know that God is still the same uh, for you and I. And then you go over to chapter uh, 94 there. Uh, jump down there. We got, there's several verses there but uh, we'll just go ahead in, in verse 22 uh, and read it he said but the Lord is my defense and my God is the rock of my refuge uh, I, I tell you what I love that word defense and, and I know that uh, as we've gone through these things here uh, this evening now uh, thinking going back here get this thing turned over here uh, and that was one of the things I believe uh, did not list in that was defense um, but uh, he is just such an awesome um, defense for you and I uh, so 
I'm thankful for that uh, tonight. We didn't have that, and I, I guess I could do a study on that sometime uh, in my defense. Uh, but uh, he is uh, my defense. If you look at what he said here uh, in 94.22, but the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. By the way, we're fixing to get into rock here in just a second there. Uh, it said, and he shall bring upon them their own iniquity and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Yea, the Lord our God shall cut them off. So God is able to do to those who uh, want to do to us the wrong things. He's able to turn that upon them. And remember this, the Bible says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will uh, repay a recompense. Uh, God's going to be the one who's going to get the last word. Uh, think about a lot of times in our arguments there. Uh, I have to admit, I don't always get the last word out loud, but it seems like I get the last word in silence. Uh, I, I, I'll hear myself say something. Uh, but you know what? In the end, God's going to have the last say uh, over everybody's life. And the difference between you and I tonight, if the Lord is our uh, refuge, uh, if he's our fortress, is that we've put our faith and our trust in him and the words we will hear uh, because of our continuance in following him and his continuance of loving us and leading us is uh, in or thou in. Uh, I'm thankful for that tonight, uh, that we have that. Then uh, Psalms 142, uh, if you go over there, <coughs> excuse me, it's down in verse 5. Uh, but we'll start in verse 1. I've, I've used this uh, chapter uh, several times, uh, but, but it's a good one through there. He said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, through my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. Uh, can I tell you, too, um, you know, I, I think back to uh, Hannah's prayer uh, for uh, a, a male child, and she was praying out loud, and uh, you know, when I say out loud, I don't know how uh, loud she was or wasn't, but she was praying, and, and enough of it was being heard by Eli that he told her she was drunk, and, and she told him no. She was just laying out her supplication before the Lord. Uh, she was just pouring her heart out before God. And uh, so, you know, in that aspect there, but, but think about he said. He said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. Uh, it wasn't an internal deal. It was an external deal. Uh, the voice of, of the prayer was being made loud. If you think about what uh, Paul and Silas did when they were in prison, the Bible says at midnight they began to sing and pray and praise unto the Lord, pray unto the Lord. And they did so in such a manner that all the jail heard it. Uh, and they weren't, fear, they weren't fearful of anybody. They weren't afraid. And the Lord heard it and, and moved. Uh, God is stirred and moved by our voice, and we shouldn't be afraid to out loud at times. And I'm not saying disruptively to be just, just be heard. We don't want to be like that. Uh, but there is no harm in praying out loud. There's no harm in praying uh, in in a manner which you you like you're just talking to God or you're talking to me, uh, you know. And so we do these things, and we trust in the Lord. Uh, that he'll take care of us. So he said in this one, he said, I poured out my, my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. Uh, you know, just let let God, he, he already knows what's going on. He already knows what's happening. By the way, he already knows how you're going to respond to it, and he knows how he's going to deal with it. Uh, but just go ahead in that. 
But remember this, you know, it seems like we gripe more about God, uh, what he doesn't do, than we praise God for what he does do. Um, and I say that in this aspect, not as a Christian, but a lot, lot of the times in the lost world are people who don't have a good relationship with the Lord or have one based upon their terms. Uh, they don't do a whole lot of praising God. Uh, they do a lot of complaining about what God doesn't do, and yet I would say to you and I tonight, we need to make sure that our praises supersede our complaints. It's not that we don't ever have questions. I, I Honestly, I can tell you tonight, there are things that I've just asked God why. Uh, there's things that I've begged God to do and he didn't do, and, and I wonder sometimes why he doesn't do it. Uh, and sometimes I just say, Lord, I don't understand. Um, it doesn't mean that I've quit trusting in God. It doesn't mean that I believe God's incapable because I haven't quit trusting in God, and I believe he's all capable. Uh, but, you know, sometimes I'm just going to be honest with God, too, you know, because he already knows. Uh, is, is, so being honest with God is, you know, being honest with one another and just saying, Lord, I don't understand. Uh, I, I don't see anything wrong with that in Scripture. Um, but also to know this tonight that, you know, uh, we, we understand that God knows best, and um, oftentimes in our lives we think we know best about everything, but the truth is is we don't know best. Uh, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And the Bible says it's His ways are higher uh, than our thoughts, our ways, and His thoughts, or maybe it's His thoughts. But anyways, uh, God, God absolutely knows us best. Uh, verse 3, when my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. In the way wherein I walked, have they privately laid a snare for me. I looked on my right hand, and behold, but there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. I cried unto the Lord, O Lord, I said, thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. Attend to my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me out of my persecutors, uh, uh, from my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Bring my soul out of prison, that I may praise thy name. Thy righteousness shall compass me about, for thou hast dealt bountifully with me. Think about that. I cried unto the Lord. Or I cried unto thee, O Lord, I said, Thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. Uh, church, I tell you, God is right there with us every time, all the time. Uh, never is God uh, separated uh, from us. Let me go back here and look at something briefly. Because I may have messed my own stuff up this is not uncommon okay all right jeremiah chapter 16 Verse 19, he said, O Lord, my strength and my fortress and my refuge in the day of affliction. Um, remember that old song, living below in this old sinful world, 
hardly a comfort could afford. Uh, you know, and then we get down, he says, where could I go but to the Lord? And uh, that's the truth. Um, you know, there find comfort in family, you find comfort in friends, uh, but you just don't find as great a comfort in any of those as what you do the Lord. Um, I tell you, there are times, and my wife loves me dearly, and I know my kids do, and they try to comfort me on things and stuff, but I tell you, sometimes uh, it just it, it's only to be found in the Lord, and I, and I know with my wife at times, I have tried my best to uh, uh, comfort her and it just seemed like boy I just I couldn't get there but you know uh, she'll go to God and, and she'll find that comfort there and you know if you're not careful you get jealous of what God can do for somebody because uh, you can try to figure out why I couldn't do that but uh, excuse me but there's just no greater comfort than what we get in the Lord he said oh Lord my strength and my ref my fortress and my refuge in the day of my in the day of affliction the Gentiles shall come unto thee uh, from the ends of all the earth and say, Surely our fathers of the earth, surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanities, and things wherein there was no profit. Shall a man make gods unto himself, and they are no gods? Therefore, behold, I will this once cause them to know. I will cause them uh, to know my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is the Lord. Uh, so when you think about it tonight, church, I'm telling you, uh, there's coming a time when we'll go back and we'll think, boy, uh, man, the Lord is strength and the Lord is for a fortress and the Lord is uh, a refuge. Uh, and so you and I tonight who know him as Lord and Savior of our lives right now this evening, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, thinking about that and declaring that, there ain't nothing wrong with it tonight to, to, to say that and to uh, show God that we think that way about him and then the next words are my rock and if you jump back over there into second samuel chapter 22 you have to go down uh there uh to another place so we find that in verse 3 the god of my rock but also the next time that it's written he said in verse 47 the lord liveth and blessed be my rock and exalted be the god of the rock of my salvation now i've got a message that i've not uh, been at liberty to uh, preach just yet and boy i tell you what it's been been there right there for me to preach a couple of different times i've had it there just open up my notebook and, and it'll be there uh, but it's called jesus is that stone you know, when we go and we look at the rock and what that means to us, remember Peter, uh, Jesus said, upon that rock will I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. What is that rock? Well, that's Jesus. Uh, he is the rock uh, when we go throughout the scripture. And, you know, the wise men built his house upon the, on the rock. The foolish men built his house upon the sand. Uh, and so when we think about Jesus or God being our rock and the, declar the declarations that are declared there, uh, you know, it's talking about he's the solid foundation. He doesn't change. You can build right there and be assured that what is built upon the Lord will stand. Uh, it will not crumble. It will not fall. It will not fail in the times of, of 
trials and tribulations, uh, it's going to be found sure. Why? Because it's on a sure foundation. And so you and I need to make sure that that's where we're building and that's where our foundation is. Uh, because I'll tell you something, uh, as time goes on and the days change and things, and I say the days change and people change, uh, waxing worse, um, and I hate to say that, but boy, you cannot read your Bible and not see that it's going to wax worse as in the days of Noah. Church, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again, and I, I don't want to be alive uh, in that time. Uh, if you think about what Genesis said, their hearts were upon evil continually. Um as time progressed, we got better and better and better. There was a bigger and bigger, bigger, bigger relationship with God. Jesus came, and it just kept growing and growing and growing. At some point, though, it began to decline again. Uh, and, and that downward slope was where we're at. Uh, the Bible says, except the falling away, that there come a falling away first, talking about people who had their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ, and now they're falling away. They're, they're turning their backs on God. They're walking away from him and I, and I and i'll say this again tonight find in your bible if you can find it if you won't be able to find it i guarantee you won't be able to find it uh but you know what uh you can fall away from the lord and those who tell me you can't fall away from god if you're truly saved you can't fall away from him i'm going to argue because listen to me the bible says except there come a great falling away and you cannot fall away from something you never got that's just the way it is. I can't fall away. If I never got married to my wife, I couldn't fall away from her. You know, I couldn't get further away from her because I was never married to her. But now that I am, I'm supposed to keep doing this. You know, the more we focus on the Lord, the closer her and I are going to get because the closer we're getting to God, the closer we're going to be getting to one another. But if we fall away, that means we were close, closer, and then we begin to go this way. And so, again, uh, when we start thinking about that, you build, build upon that rock and don't, don't let go. Uh, the Bible tells us that the gates of hell shall not prevail uh, if you just stay there uh, for you and I. Uh, so going on then to, again, back over into the book of Psalms, um, I try not to double cover uh, verses that we've covered, uh, but I do want to touch uh, different ones. Uh, here, so Psalms 18, verse uh, 46, it says this, The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and let the Lord God of my salvation be it exalted. It is God that avengeth me, and subdueth the, po the people under me. Uh, he delivereth me from mine enemies. Yea, thou lifted me up above those that rose up against me. Thou hast delivered me from the violent men. If you think about it this way, does that not befit exactly what David was saying here? David was talking about how that he was delivered uh, from his enemies. He was delivered uh, from the hand of Saul. And because God is the rock of David and because David trusted in the rock, uh, he was delivered. You and I will be delivered. Can I tell you? Uh, while we go through this life, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be problems. There's going to be people who don't like us. Um, and stuff, but in the end, when the Lord comes back, uh, whether He comes back for us as an individual or He comes back for us as a collective body, 
uh, those of us who've got our faith and our trust in the Lord, those of us who are born-again believers, those who are following Jesus Christ, and I don't know how to put it any plainer than that, you better have your heart in the Lord, and you better have the Lord in your heart. Uh, but those that are doing that will be lifted up above. Those that don't will be cast down below. And so again, uh, those that are on the rock, they're going to be standing. Those that are on the sand, they're going to be falling. And remember this, I'd rather stand above it than to fall below it. The Bible says that Jesus is the stone which the builders rejected, right? And all those in whom uh, fall upon the stone, they, they'll be broken. Uh, and the Bible says a broken heart and a contrite spirit the Lord loveth. In other words, our heart will be poured out to God and we will fall upon the stone, which is Jesus, and we'll receive him as our Savior. Uh, but he said those in whom the, the stone falls on, it will grind into pieces. Uh, I'm just telling you, I want to be up top the rock, folks. I want the rock as my foundation uh, in that. Then Psalms chapter 28, uh, again going over there. Uh, by the way, my rock is found 12 times in Scripture. All right. Uh, Psalms chapter 28, unto thee will I cry, verse 1, uh, O Lord, my rock, be not silent to me, lest if thou be silent to me, I become like them that go down into the pit. Uh, can I tell you, church, uh, sometimes I ask the Lord, just talk to me, just, just tell me what it is you want me to know. And I say that sometimes, oftentimes. Um, I, I want to hear the voice of God. Uh, I want to be able to read in his word and hear him to tell me uh, what it is he wants me to do and declare it to me. Uh, I, I want to be listening. And, and so for that, you know, I, I thank the Lord. Uh, but let me just say this. I, I was going to keep on uh, tonight. I'm going to stop right there for just... Uh, for this is a simple reason tonight to, to, to hang up on that thought. He said, unto thee will I cry. If we really want to see God do something in our lives, we, again, remember what I talked about earlier. He said, I cried unto him. I, 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 my voice uh, he, he put out to him. He said, O Lord, my rock, be not silent to me. Ask God to speak. And, and listen when he does. That That's something that I think a lot of times we don't do. He said, if thou be silent to me, I become like them that go down into the pit. You know what? Can you imagine a time? And go over to the book of Romans, the first chapter. Those of you who know this, um, you, you understand where I'm going. I'm not going to talk about the people and, and stuff. Let, let's just sum it up this way. They were lost. They were undone. They did not retain God. They did not glorify God. They went everywhere and everything against God. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, they just, uh, they had a disdain for the Lord. 
God had his field with these folks. In verse 28 it says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which were not convenient. I, I'll tell you something. God's not dealing with these people anymore. God gave them over to a reprobate mind. They don't even care. They don't even realize. They're so sin sick that um, to them everything that they're doing is good. It's right. Uh, they'll justify themselves even to the point, in, in my opinion, today people are doing it to where they'll declare that God even agrees with it. Um, and God will never tell them any different. He, he's done dealing with them. Uh, they've got a reprobate mind. Uh, and can I tell you, I don't ever want to get to a spot where God would give me over to a reprobate mind. And I'll be honest with you, I, as I'm saying, standing here tonight, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine or foresee myself getting to that point. But can I tell you, if we don't put our faith and our trust in God and hold to Him and keep Him in that proper place of our lives, uh, it's just absolutely possible that one day we could get there. I've seen some very good people walk away from God. I've seen some very good, dedicated people um, that just allowed a corrupt religion to come into their minds and, and destroy them. And that's sad. It's really sad. And I pray that they'll come back to the Lord. I pray that they'll come back to the way of the Lord and, and the Word of God. Because you know what? I'd, I'd hate for them to hate to think that they got to a point where God no longer would deal with them. And, and you know, uh, we ought to be praying real hard for that. Uh, you know, God is so much to us, and He will be so much to each person who put their faith and their trust in Him. And when we declare God to be these things to us, just realize this, there's folks out in this lost world that need God to be the same uh, to them, and we need to be praying uh, for that. Uh, so I'm going to close with that thought tonight. We'll pick this up next week if the Lord wills, and uh, we'll carry on uh, a few more through here. Father, this evening we thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you, Father, for your blessing, for your mercy and your grace. And we ask you, dear God, to help those, Father, uh, who, who cannot help themselves, Lord, those who are in need. Precious God, we pray, Father, this evening, just draw us close to thee. Draw us close one to another. Lord, I ask you tonight to give us the strength that we need and the guidance that we need. Help us, Lord, to be a light in a darkened world. And help us, Father, to be true and faithful, Father, not just uh, serving thee with the mouth, but, dear God, with with our lives, Lord, being conformed and transformed by the renewing of our mind, rather, uh, not being conformed to this world, but transformed, uh, Lord, by you. Uh, Lord, I ask you tonight that you just uh, draw us again, I pray, into thine hands, anoint and touch those sick and afflicted, dear God. Make us what we need to be, Lord Jesus, we pray. And we'll give you glory, Father, we'll give you praise, Father, in the blessed name of Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And in his name we pray, and amen, amen. Uh, God bless you. Hope to see you again on Sunday if the Lord wills. Don't forget to pray 
uh, one for another and uh, pray for our upcoming services with Brother Mike uh, September 12th, 13th, 14th, 7 o'clock each night. God bless you. We love you.